Dear friends, I've got great pleasure it is to be here. I, I think anyone would regard it as a great pleasure uh, to be with the company that is in this room, uh, being a lively, diverse, talented group that you are. <laughs> uh, it's just three years since the Arts Council, as you've heard, announced uh, that Anne Inright had been selected as Ireland's inaugural laureate for Irish fiction. And I think as you have heard, that was a new position that joins other positions uh, that honour Irish writing. I think that the intention, which was one of taking uh, the opportunity to honour an Irish writer with reputation at home and abroad, and to draw on their generosity and on their talent uh, through an engagement with Irish fiction to encourage writing everywhere. It was a very important initiative, and in 2015 uh, we were coming out of a period of uh, consequence of great hubris that had been <laughs> <laughs> There are writers who would have called it our dystopian experience. But the writers, of course, the writer, the laureate, will deal not only with dystopia but with utopia, I hope, as well. And, uh, and I think it, it was a very... It, I think it was a very interesting year in 2015 because, rather like they used to say down in Clare, that you could get, never get rid of the nettles. <laughs> they kept coming back. And those old elements of an old and useless argument began to appear as we adjusted ourselves to recovery. Should we be funding the arts and how should we be funding them and to what extent and can we afford it and so forth and so on. But rather like the nettles, uh, we got rid of them again. Now you say down here that the only way was to take the salt that you used for pickling the pig and put it and then finish them. But I think that one of the things that's very important and Anne made such a distinguished contribution is something I like myself is the idea of the reading and I looked at what Sebastian is proposing and how powerful it is it isn't only the words on the page but also in different circumstances in Ireland when we speak about places of detention and everywhere when people say that was wonderful or where people felt that they had access to the beauty of words falling upon each other or calling off an image. That is a powerful, enriching uh, contribution to citizenship. And it becomes all the more important uh, if you're surrounded by neo-utilitarian influences when people have said to you that, will you make a fortune out of that? <laughs> or when you have people saying, what use is it or whatever? There is, in fact, a great, great wonderful experience uh, and I, I so so think that I so emphasize this. And then again, you know, I'm the very left the care on the business here, you know, his person I drew on and look seventy nine was a your report was on on access. We really shouldn't have to make the case about access to the arts and access to literature and access to opportunity for cultural affairs in every decade. We had a very thorough report of that in 1979, and I engaged with it 25 years ago. So we shouldn't really have to go round and round and round again. And creativity 
and access to, to, to culture is not about putting on events uh, or creating temporary sensations, important to know that they are. Uh, it's about building something the same way as your good roads, good parks, good music. So it's about the structure of society. And the establishment of the position of laureate for Irish fiction is a great contribution then in drawing and vindicating the support that is there among the Irish public for writing and for reading and for the work of writers. And I think as well, I've mentioned our dystopian period, in the case of, uh, of, of, of Sebastian, of course, the importance of opening the categories of memory and of being able to say that it isn't a single water that comes from a single well in relation to memory, but of being able to investigate it and move one's structure of thought and possibility back through time is a great, great, great gift. I have to say while well, I'm here, one of the saddest things this week was what I read about a Rochelle's bookshop closing in Cork. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say now as well because it's not a current policy, but when I was President of the Council of Culture Ministers in 1996, I so strongly defended uh, with the right of bookshop. The, the fifth price of the book was the big, big debate. And I again and again, a book is not just a commodity. There are ability to publish books. And I say so as President of Ireland, that it is time to get real about the importance of book publishing, books distribution and book selling, be it in terms of publishers and libraries. It is not a time for cutting back. For example, if you take the 1916 commemorations that we came through, and I did so many of the pieces, and I went around the country, and people are interested not only just in the general events, but in the lives uh, of individual participants. For example, in London, I had several people into the one I gave to you see, Oliva Gorbud, the neglected sister of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the whole period. So that is very, very important. And those people as well, aren't we gifted really that we have people who are writing so well, and so many of them, and so differently at the present time? And we should be very grateful, I think, for what a great gift it is. And then it isn't only as well as that for the, the presence of books themselves on shelves and houses. I always am moved by that phrase of Thomas Merton, is that the book will choose you when you're ready for it. It is that it comes off the shelf. <laughs> and really and truly, when you think of people of, uh, in terms of housing and so forth, and it is the distinction between uh, the, ho- uh, uh, the argument about housing and the building of homes, homes with books, homes with sounds of life, and so forth. And that's why language is important, writers are important. And I think that our writers are very important. Even when I was practicing social sciences, I was point out that the social science had missed the fact that our lives are transient, it missed the contribution of migrants. But there in the literature you could see from O'Donnell and McGlint, Patrick uh, uh, McGill and all of the others, uh, stories that in fact actually lived, illuminated. Now this is not to reduce writing to evidence, because writing should never depend, nor indeed to any kind of social realism. But writing is therefore about the reflection and the disturbance of memory, but also an envisaging of the unexpressed 
humanity of the world that has not yet been born. So therefore, I've said enough about that, about making provision for the arts. I don't think it is an argument. Uh, I don't think we should be returning to Philistine categories again and again and again. The fact about it is, is that happier, healthier societies are societies where you make universal provision for what is essential. And I think then the laureate in Irish fiction, as I have said, uh, I think that when it, you know, uh, when when Anne was appointed three years ago, Ernest did not get three magnificent lectures, which are very accessible, but also because on Kui in a row she came because she was the first and she had to do innovative things she just worked tirelessly and with great commitment and how important it was with, there were moments in it again in the performances that she gave moments as I've described as epiphany and insight and redemption but also very particularly something that was very important consolidating the movement towards gender equality and how wonderful that is. I want to thank Anne, as uh, President of Ireland, for being such a worthy and generous in all of the laws of Irish fiction and indeed with our brave Spanish theory to talk to Scotland to make a sure and relate it first and to his course literature. But I'm absolutely confident that our new laws of Irish fiction uh, will bring his own unique and innovative focus to his role. And it is an inimitable talent across several, several kinds of writing that over four decades, if it doesn't mind my saying so, including all forms of writing, short story, playwright, and so forth, and very, very particularly. Again, we, it is my opinion, and it is the international opinion of Sebastian's writing, has meant that it is just one prize after another, where he never misses. Uh, um, um, almost these days a short list for all of the major awards. Um, I have to say something that I like particularly as well, and which is always there, which is very, very Irish. It's a long, long time in the history of Irish literature from uh, the Irish writers on the Russian long short story to the kind of writing where we have just so many good writers now, but also you have uh, a willingness to engage with the vulnerability of self and the past through family and others. And I think uh, these are one after the because Mary Lavin used to amaze me first about that. <coughs> Seems like a hundred years ago, the widow's goose, and mm-hmm. which in fact actually you can have two endings. It could end like this, but it could end like that. And there is this great openness to vulnerability of the self and vulnerability of recollection of family and of our present that is there. And Sebastian is going to be brilliant. And as he creates crafts alternative pathways uh, to the future. But like everything else, I think, there is something that is so important at this time, uh, and that is the importance of we allowing our writers always to be uncompromising in stating what is to them, to her or him, a truth, and to allow them, because of the strength of words, to be as transformative as we so desperately need to be uh, and enlightened. And the last word that's moving out of our discourse is that when someone, it doesn't matter from where they are in what circumstances, comes out and says to another, wasn't that beautiful? And that will often happen. 
as Swift and Sebastian, when he is visiting the institutions and when he is visiting those settings. I remember in the old days when I stood in for Brendan Kennelly in the Rogers and Prison Schools and uh, hearing the clock launch I as I went up that metal staircase and the wonderful encouraging words of the chief warder said you're on your own now (laughs) 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 the fact is there's another thing I have to say it would be a tragedy I I give Gashka wards in prisons now and I know what's happening in the prison service in relation to those services that have been provided it is desperately important far from decreasing what we're making possible in the prisons, then we increase it and allow the people who are doing wonderful work in all of the different workshops to actually uh, uh, actually continue. I think I'm absolutely delighted that the international selection panel and I so congratulate and wish every success to New York University and the University Code of Dublin. They made they made a great <coughs> the arts council great those judges made a great choice three years ago. And they made a splendid choice now. And I wish him well. His queen of Rakas Panakar Sarkastin got them a mega gation Maybe in Avrasara. May you have great experiences, Sebastian, as you're dealing with all of those audiences. And I wish you so well. And it is a great pleasure to announce formally that Sebastian Barry is the laureate for the